Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. This is Off Script with Super E, and I am your host, A Train. Here's the star of our show, Super E. What's up, everybody? How are you today, Super E? Not too bad. Hanging in there. Good, good. What uh, what you got for us today? I'm going to talk about something that happened in my early days as a uniform officer. Okay. When we, you know, when you're patrolling your beat in the sweet uh, '84 Chevy Impala. Oh, the best. They would hand us, you know, a stack of warrants that you have to knock on the door and serve. Mm-hmm. Today, today, that just seems like that would be very dangerous, knocking on the door. Right. Hey, I got a warrant for your arrest. Oh, is that the sound of the shotgun? <laughs> but, um, but that's, what we, that's what we had to do. And I remember one time I was working with um, my classmate that worked in the same area I did when we got out. Mm-hmm. We're going to call him, let's see, Dickie Reen. So me and Dickie Reen, uh, he hits me on radio, George 82, can you assist me? I said, okay. So I go over and meet Dickie Reen. And he goes, hey, I got a couple of felony warrants I got to serve right over here. Will you go with me as a backup? And I thought, you know what, that's a good idea. I'll back you up, uh-huh. Dickie. So we go, you know, it's the summertime, it's warm out, but it's dark. And uh, we go to this house and all the lights are on and all the windows are open. Okay. And they, you know, they had the screens and all the windows open because I don't think they had air conditioning. And a young woman opens the door. She's young. She's like 25, 26. Okay. And Dickie Ring goes, you know, is um, Mr. John Smith here? She was like, no, he is not. He is not here. Um, what do you ask? And he goes, well, I have a couple of warrants for him. They're felony warrants that he needs to take care of. And so then I see a little girl about five years old. She walks in to that front room. I'm standing. I decided to go to the window mm-hmm. just in case so I could kind of eavesdrop on what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm standing at the window because the windows are open and nobody, nobody knew I was there. And I, I see the little girl. So she goes, what's going on, mommy? Well, this policeman needs to talk to your daddy about something. And uh, mom didn't want to say say anything to the daughter. Yeah. Was, she's only five years old. Yeah. Then I noticed the daughter, she turned around and made a beeline through the house. So what did I do? I quietly followed her. And I didn't. I wasn't in the house. I was on the outside. But I see yeah. that she was going through the room. Right. So then she goes to the back of the house and it's in the back bedroom. And then I could see a big dude standing there. And it was her dad. Mm-hmm. She, I, she was a smart little kid. She was kind of cold-blooded, too. <laughs> she was like, Daddy, they're here for you for them felony warrants. <laughs> and Mommy's lying to the policeman right now. So, you know, you need to hide in the closet. She's real forceful. Wow. He's like, huh? <laughs> okay, so she was real forceful, real, real, uh, I don't know, she was... She was like, Daddy, you need to get it hide in that closet right now, just in case that policeman comes in here, because he's got them felony warrants on you. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is a five-year-old girl. And so then I saw her walk back yeah. to her mom and goes, mommy, I put all my toys in the closet like you wanted me to, wink. Oh man, she's and smart. Yeah, I was like, damn. So Dicky Rain, he's still talking mm -hmm. like, you know, he's a head insurance guy at an insurance company. <laughs> and I just walk up and I gently, excuse me, Officer Rain. I kind of pushed him to the side and I said, uh -huh. excuse me, ma'am, can I come in for a second? Uh -huh. She goes, yes. And then the little girl's looking at me like, what are you coming in for? What are you doing? I said, can I go see something? The little girl goes, what do you need to see? She's following me. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, in that movie, uh, Midnight Cowboy, Razzo Rizzo was following the cowboy along. And uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? You don't need to go in there. And so I go into the back bedroom. She goes, you don't need to look into that closet. And it was one of the sliding doors. And I was just looking at the little girl. I said, I don't need to look into this closet. She goes, no, you don't, Officer Super E. You don't need to look in there. And I said, okay, I won't look in there. And then I opened the door. And there's that big guy standing there. And she goes, damn, Daddy, you can not hit behind the coats? <laughs> and he goes, I'm sorry. I said, come on. I got some warrants for you. You got to go. But I, didn't, I did not handcuff him in front of his daughter. That's nice. And she goes, and she's talking to me. She goes, well, how long is Daddy going to go? I do not know. When's he going to make Bond? I don't know. Oh, God. She goes, Mommy, we got to get a bell bondsman for daddy because he didn't take care of it himself well, how big is this kid is this a, is this a midget is she 35 it sounds like maybe she's been through this before yes yeah so you know and, and then the wife goes i'm sorry officers i didn't tell you the truth and we didn't care you know you expected well, sure. it we, we said like no problem you said you and your daughter finger quotes yeah or brainiac yeah, <laughs> individual you guys stay here and he, we'll, you know, hopefully he gets out soon and we just walked him away. But I, I will never forget how she was. Wow. Get in that closet. You got felony warrant out on you. Way to go, douchebag. And then she's telling mom how to go get a bail bondsman to yeah. get a, get daddy out. Yeah. Um, get that bail bondsman. Oh, my gosh. Well, now, okay. So, just want to explain to the listeners. So, you know, even though she said you could come in the house, you guys had a felony warrant for this guy at that address. So you, the law states you can go into that residence yeah, and get that yeah. man. Yeah, um, and, the, and the wife was like, she was like, oh, officers, you can search if you want. Right. But he's not here. Right. And then, you know, it, Dickie Reen was like, oh, oh my, and I understand, you know, because a lot of times you didn't want to insult the people like, let me in. Exactly. You know, exactly. There's a, little, there's a little girl there. And Officer Rain was being very diplomatic. It, it sounded like it. Officer Gonzalez was kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you weren't because you were you were still polite. You know, yes. you didn't handcuff him in front of his daughter. That was nope, very cool. Um, there was no, you know, no fighting going on or anything no, no, in front of her. Drive too. I said, "Hey, man, I'll let you drive. I'll sit." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. That's nice. No, I think you handled that uh, that very good. I mean, you know, you see too much, I think, you know, in today's society. And I will tell you, though, the police, you know, they have to be careful. 
there's people out there ambushing them and doing all this and that. But this is, again, this is 1985. This is a different world. It, yes, it it was, but you know, a lot of times you don't have to be quite so heavy handed. You know, no, no, you know, we, you know, police officers. I. We, 99.9% of them that I worked with were not badge heavy, like I saw in Adam 12, where they said, you're being badge heavy. They weren't badge heavy. Yeah. They were polite. Right. To people. Right. And, right. And that goes a long way. You know, it I does. mean, you know, this little, that little girl might say, you know, those cops were pretty cool. But yeah, I, I believe she grew up and became the chief of police. <laughs> well, she was very smart. Yes, exactly. Very, very smart. Um, no, I think that was a fantastic job, and you were snooping around the side and listening to it all. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. Make me sound like a peeping Tom. <laughs> and it sounds like, I mean, the dad really wasn't all that bright. He really needed that little no, girl. He, he wasn't. It was like he takes his, He was taking orders from a five-year-old girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll get in the closet. Yeah. And yeah. then she's like, it's, you couldn't hide behind the coach, you dumbass. Yeah, you couldn't hide behind the coats. Come on, Einstein. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Well, I think that's a fantastic piece of police work, Super E. Thanks, A-Train. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I don't know why I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come back and listen to some more. See ya. Oh, okay. Are you, are you, it sounds like you're talking to somebody when you find out they're deaf. You start talking loud. <laughs> yes. Come back and listen more. <laughs> See ya. See ya.